The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Good morning, Vietnam! WTBR-FM, Pittsfield. Welcome to Ham on WTBR. Inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. Be part of the show. Contact us on www.facebook.com slash hamjamtv. And now the hosts of the show, Peter and Jessica. Ham on. It's Wednesday morning, and you know what that means. Time for him on an AEW. Well, well, AEW later. AEW tonight. I don't, told you. Don't confuse people. I told you. They get confused enough just listening to the show. I told you because every time I hear it's Wednesday, you know what that means. It automatically goes to I'm sorry. Yes, I'm a wrestling Yeah, well, they get confused enough just listening to this show every day. Like I said. Every week. Well, Wednesday morning, it's ham on. Of course, it's Ham on. You course. go ahead, you tune in. It's Ham on. Thank Come you. Come on now. Would you like to plug the show some more? What? Yes, you're listening to Ham on here on WTP. Yes. <laughs> I'm being weird today. Let me. I'm uh, hyper. I, I bet. I'm hyper. So I'm, I'm sure most of the people listening have caught on to my Facebook post by now. Oh, I'm pretty I, sure. I'm getting some I'm nice posts sure. and some nice emails. Yeah. Um, but I had to cancel the VE session on May 21st for the third time. Yeah. So I, I am officially done. The radios are packed up. Um, I'm, in, I'm in talks with... Just got to find room to put them. I'm in talks with WTBR to change the format of this show a bit. What sucks? It sucks, Cupcakes. Well, you know... But cl- what can you do? You can't force people's hands. No, you know, when you have 15 people... On an email list. Oh, I know. I know. And you email them. And you get one response back. And the one response is some guy's having surgery. Every time I have a, a VE session, he's always having surgery. Oh, I know. If I had this much surgery, I'd be dead. No, if, yeah, you, had this much, if you had this much surgery to be going ahead and coughing up money every five and ten, you'd be a millionaire. My thing is, his body's soon soon going to fall apart because he ain't going to have nothing else to donate for surgery. And and I, you know, the net has fallen apart because James is MIA. I can't do it five days a week because my schedule just won't allow that. No. My schedule's getting tighter and tighter as it is, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> For good stuff, though. Yes, between between here and Civitan, my schedule's getting really tight here. Hey, I would rather have you be doing this than for right, you to but, be stressing out over some bloody people who don't want to go ahead <laughs> and be nice enough to return a text or say something decent. Well, you know, you know, it's funny. We we, we talk about that. I've been in Civitan what a week, <laughs> a week and a half, longer than a half, a couple of months. months. Yeah, and you know, they trust me enough or whatever me enough to put me in charge of the adopt the highway cleanup. <laughs> Yay me! I love doing that. I've been in ham radio for five years, and I can't get three people to come to a v, to, to 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 do a VE session. Oh, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. It's like pulling teeth. And and you know, it's horrible. <laughs> Playtime's over. I, I'm done between Civitan, my radio shows, Carol's show. I got the July Fourth parade coming up. Well, yeah. God knows whatever else I got coming up. <laughs> That's true. Family. Uh, as my as, as my schedule deepens, your children oh, yeah. are coming again to from New York for a second visit this month already. Yeah. So yeah, you've got you know, pretty and, much and, busy. And I've got nobody to do nets. I can't do it. I, 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 you know, the funny part about this is I got a phone call from Marsha after I made the post. Oh yeah. yeah. But it wasn't Marsha calling for Marsha. 
It was Marsha calling for Ray, yeah. our section manager. Yeah. Because the, the 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 thing was that Ray was concerned about what was going on over here. All of a sudden, he's concerned about what's going on here, and I've got no help. So Mar, so I tell Marsha point blank, the club doesn't care anymore. Nope, this you're not VE wrong. team is the club's responsibility. This is the third time in as many months that I had to cancel the VE test. You're not wrong. I'm getting emails, and I got Will calling me, and all these people calling me going, when's the next VE test? Um, there isn't going to be one. I'm done. That's $75. Um, uh, $25 I have to pay to get the room. Yeah. And I can't recoup that because I recouped that from the VE test. So that's $75 I had to eat in three months. Uh, yeah. Not happening no more. If no, if no bark wants these VE tests to go, then Eric or the powers that be at no bark have to clamp down on the VE team mm -hmm. and say, you know, when you get the emails, be nice to show up. That's true. Or get a new VE team. That's true. True. I don't have time to play these games anymore. You can you can't get new hands. License without a VE team. Right, you can, You know, I get emails about wanting to get people licensed and, and doing all this. I can't get anybody licensed if I don't have a team to administer the test. Exactly. It takes three out of 15 people. I only need three. I know. Three extras and we're good. I, I, know, I couldn't even I do that three months in a row. I know. The traffic net's done. Maybe they realize that nobody's on the traffic net anymore. Maybe uh, Nobark will get the idea that maybe they should do something. Hopefully. I'm getting emails and text messages from my, from my ham friends across the country saying, this is, this is not just where you are. A lot of people have left UHF and VHF. Have you ever gone to HF or have gone to DMR? Even the big yeah, ones, sure. even the big ones, like like out in the West Coast, all the big repeaters are slowly, slowly dying off. Wow. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. Your people have, and, and people, like I said, people have either gone over to HF or have gone over to DMR. Yeah. And here's another thing. Where is it? Where is that story? Do we have that? Who has that? I, you have that, I right? I have that. Yeah, about the VE. No, you have about the ULS. Yeah, it's about the, um, it's a notice for all of these that the, um, so, so this is another. The FCC is refraining okay. from submitting any amateur radios, and right. they were. So I now, don't, I don't know okay, before you key that story up, now. Here's what here's what's going on in a nutshell. Now that now you have to pay thirty five dollars to get the little link to click to your license. Mm -hmm. After paying the fifteen dollars for the test, mm -hmm. you got to pay the thirty five dollars to get the little link to your license. Exactly. Go ahead. Uh, this was as of May seventh. There is no n no update so far. I have to. Double check, but there is no update. So I, I, I I double checked. I double checked. There's no update. It's there is no update. There, there has been no update from the ARRL oh, about it. Crap! Wow. Um. Yeah. As of let me see. Uh, as of on Wednesday, April twenty-seven, in notice to all VEs, the FCC again asked to refrain from submitting any amateur radio te amateur radio exam sessions. Or license application files while the commission works to resolve an issue with the universal license system or ULS application filing system. The ULS application filing system was not functioning properly properly last week, and then the MCC in. Uh, Indicated 
the problem indicated indicated the problem was solved previously reported by the AWRL. However, this is not the case, as no new amateur radio call signs or licenses have been issued since Monday, April eighteenth, twenty twenty-two. Uh, Tuesday, April nineteenth, is the day the FCC application fees became effective for. Uh, for amateur radio. AWRLVC manager Mara Salmon. Is that her name? Is that how I'm pronouncing it? I would know, you would know your coordinator. Maria. Yeah. Uh, Maria AB1FM reports that new call signs are <coughs> not being assigned by the FCC, even if the applicant has paid the FCC. Uh, application fee. The FCC was processing upgrading, upgrade applications through the system without an issue because there weren't, because there are no fees required for these applications. In addition to new call signs, in addition to new call signs not being issued even in, even if the applicant has paid for the FCC fee, some application some applicants are also having issues paying and logging into the system. Hmm. Other types of license um, license application transactions may also be experiencing problems. Application applicants should expect delays with license call sign application application process associated with individuals and amateur radio clubs. Amateur radio licensings are currently on hold until n further notice. FCC did not estimate how long the system would be down. We will update the public as the information from the FCC becomes available. And yeah, they're still having the problem apparently. So, so they do wild. all this and they want you to pay to get your license. Then the system doesn't work. And then the system goes, oh, crap, I don't want to work. They're not feeding the and hamsters. They, and, 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 if you, <laughs> and if you listen to her story, these are people that paid yeah. the $35 already since April 19th yeah. that haven't gotten their call signs. Yeah, and, so, and, and like I read, and it's for the people, if they paid the feed, they're not being issued. But the ones that are doing, but the ones that are upgrading for free... But no fees are getting are getting their um, applications done. So it, it because April nineteenth started when the fees the fees wow. started on April nineteenth. So if you got it tested and you put and you got into the system before April eighteenth, okay, you were lucky. You got your call signed for free, and you got your call signed. You didn't have to pay for it. And you were lucky that it actually went through. Since April nineteenth, people that paid the thirty five dollars. On top of the fifteen dollars to be tested, and they have to pay the thirty-five dollars to the FCC. The application did not go through. The FCC. The applications aren't going through. They're not getting their call signs. There goes for individuals. There goes for individuals, clubs. It goes for upgrades. It goes for new licenses. Anything that has a fee attached to it, it's not going through. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, for much. Dun, dun, dun. Pretty FCC. Dun, 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 dun. Should we all play taps? Yeah, pretty much. And that would be thanks to the FCC. I'm sorry. I, just I mean, they're not pro they're not filing, they're not processing anything. Even in the AWRL, it's like, what the heck's going on? And even I'm they don't know what's going the, on. The, you know, the AWRL, they could have stopped this. Yeah, I know. They really could have. You pay, you know, 50 bucks to them every, every year. They could have stopped this. They have all the clout in the world, and they could have really sat down with the people at the FCC and said, you know, this is just never going to work like this. Can I ask a question? Better than anybody else around. Okay. <laughs> Very funny. Okay, my thing is, they want more money to do what? Push a couple push, of buttons? Push three buttons. And then, it, yeah, and, 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 push okay, three here's buttons. the deal. They don't send you a paper license anymore. No. They send you a link. 
in your email. You click on that link, it goes to your license that you get to download. Mm-hmm. So you're paying $35 for a link. Yeah, for a download click. For a download, for a download click. What if they don't happen to have a computer? Then they are... SOL. SOL. They never thought about that process, have they? Go to then, your friend's then house. You would have, then you would have it on the phone and you would try to send it. You try to do it on the phone, try yeah. to get it to ULS on the phone. Yep. Unbelievable. There you go. So all these people that are pretty well miffed at the moment because yeah. they're sitting there waiting for yep. their call sign that they paid for. Yeah, because you you knew and they're still I not being they're still how, not being put out. Yeah, you knew when I got mine how impatient I was. Oh yeah, I couldn't wait for for my well, paper, most new hams are they can't most new hams are they can't wait to get their call sign and to get on the air exactly yeah. or, or, or at least have the thrill of knowing they can get on the air exactly and for and the, the ARRL it, it, this is the ARRL in, in, in reality could have stopped this I know. could have put could have put a damper on this and I, I agree with the people who said look we, we are volunteers mm-hmm. we don't get paid for anything we do on amateur radio no you, know, you, know. you go to public service. You can't make a profit. You can't make a profit. The FCC Part 97 of the rules says you, you can't, can't make, make a profit, profit off amateur radio. But yet, and we've brought this up on the shows before, $15 to get tested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right off the top. Yep. Right. So if you pass your test, all three tests, whatever, then, okay, now I got to go into the universal licensing, licensing system at the uh, for the Army. Uh, for the FCC, and I got to drop another thirty five dollars. That's fifty right there to get a link that tells me that I can be on the air. That's fifty right there, and you haven't even paid for the equipment yet. Then you're going to have the league bugging you because mm-hmm. they want your fifty dollars a month or fifty dollars mm-hmm. a year to be a member of the ARRL. Plus the dudes for whatever club you're joining. Well, we're, we're getting to that. Which, they're not doing anything. Nope. We've lost microwave frequencies. We've lost parts of the, four, of the, of the 440 frequencies. And now you, I mean, you got us down from $50 to $35. But no one saw, the, no one saw what was going to happen. No. The ARRL with all its clout... Could have got could have come in and said you know that we charge you know take it somewhere else, and the FCC's okay, yeah. making money, you know they're making money off the GMRS licenses which is like forty dollars for ten years. Exactly. They're making money off broadcast FM licenses, broadcast AM licenses, yeah. TV licenses. Yeah, they're far from broke. They're 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 making all kinds of money, but to pick on the amateurs, who. Don't get paid for what they do. They'll go to a public service event and, yeah. you know, Boston Marathon or whatever. Be exactly. Out, be out there all day and not get, don't get paid a dime. But the FCC, when you report in, because you have to report to a file on your um, emergency coordinator, whoever that is, and they have to report your hours. They report your hours to the ARRL, who then reports your hours to the FCC because they get money for that. Mm. Yeah, this I is, this is how it works. You don't get paid squat, but if you work, let's say you work 10 hours for the Boston Marathon, mm-hmm. you put in your little 405 report to your, to your emergency coordinator mm-hmm. how many hours you work. For each person that worked, that's in that group. Mm-hmm. So if you got five people that work 10 hours, that's 50 hours. Mm-hmm. That goes to the ARRL. 50 oh, wow. hours at, you know, $25 an hour or whatever it is that yeah. the ARRL gets or the FCC gets or whatever. So they're making money off you. And you're wow. standing out in the hot sun at the Boston Marathon or you're standing out at the Fall Foliage Parade. Or whatever the case may be. 
or the or Tulip the, Fest in or, Albany, or, or the whatever. Tulip Fest, or the New York City Marathon, or the Los Angeles Marathon, or whatever it is. Whatever public the service ARRL, event you're doing at that whatever time. public service event, even if you do a Skywarn Net, you're making money. The A the ARRL is making money off of you while you're standing in the hot sun working for free. Mm. Then they're going to charge you $50 a year for the privilege of doing that. Of doing that. And they're not going to, they're going to let the FCC do these kind of things. They have enough power over the FCC, they really do, that they could have stopped this whole $35 thing in its tracks. Oh, I, know. I have said that. Yeah. A lot of other people have said that. I, you know, you hear the narrative, and all the narrative is from people that are, you know, members of the ARRL, which I am not anymore. All saying, "Oh, it's not going to do anything. It's not going to hurt anything. It's not going to take people away from this hobby." Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, here we are. The fees have been implemented, and nobody can get and nobody can get their license. license. You're deterring them around, you're deterring them away right then and there from that. So by the time they you know? finally get to the point that, okay, we spent the $35 and the FCC is finally going to put our license into the database, what's the point? Exactly. So then, and then that brings up another point. Okay, so far, so, so if we go back through the math again, uh-huh. $15 to yep. take the test. Yes. $35 to the FCC to push three buttons. That's 50 Fifty dollars a year to the American Radio Relay League to do absolutely nothing. That's a hundred. Plus, you want to join the club? Northern Berkshire Amateur Radio Club gives you a free year if you pass the test. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's twenty bucks a year. It's hundred and twenty right there. Then you got to buy a radio. And that can get anywhere from you can a few spe- hundred to a few thousand. Well, it depends. It, it, depends, it depends on it depends on your license. If if you're a technician, you can buy a handheld radio. They hit the repeater. Yep. A hundred bucks. Oh yeah. So there you go. Two twenty. On the download. On the download, two twenty. If you're general and up, you're an ICOM seven, an ICOM seventy three hundred can run you. Three or four grand. Yep. Because it's all and then, pretty. And yes. it's got touch screens and, and, and waterfalls and, yep. and all this stuff. But it still does the same basic thing as the radio I got at my house that you turn the dial. Oh, I know. I don't need, laziness. I don't need touch screens. <laughs> I don't need waterfalls. I just need to turn a dial to a frequency and well, they think, key up the mic and well, talk. Well, some people think because they spend all that money that, you know, the sound quality is going to change sound quality is not going to change uh, you know you can you can add all the audio filtering because i know somebody who's got who's got the radio hooked up to a board like this and has all their audio filtering and they can do all this cool stuff if you have no conditions and nobody can hear you what is the point of all the author audio filtering don't spend a thousand dollars doing audio filtering just spend that money and put a tower up and get a good signal because 99 90% of amateur radio is your is your signal is propagation 90 percent 90% 90% 90% of signal is your antenna yep you could have you can have the you can have radio. a 20 you can have a twenty thousand dollar radio with all the mm-hmm. bells and all the whistles that does everything except get up and make your coffee for you. Exactly. Without a good an- <laughs> without a good antenna system, it's absolutely squat. It's worthless. Like I said, it's worth absolutely. I'd rather spend squat. the money, put up a good antenna, and have you know five six hundred dollar radio that I got a got a flea market someplace, than have a ten thousand dollar radio that nobody can hear me on. Exactly. But now nobody's hearing nobody because the FCC is sitting here on their hands with the ULS system not working. Oh, I know. And so that way nobody, even people upgrading to pay the money to upgrade or whatever, they're not getting on, you know? There's no way for anybody to 
get on. You don't have a license, you can't get on. All right, we're going to go yeah. to the break. <laughs> and then we are going to go to local news and weather. Then I've got some more stuff on MASH since we broached MASH last week. And cool. you've got something on Star Wars. So yes, I do. we got a lot of stuff to do here. <laughs> yeah, and we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're pushing now. So we will, uh, we will kind of be back here. <laughs> You're listening to Hammond on WTBR. Scotty, I need warp speed in three minutes or we're all dead. WTBR. Hi, this is Sean Sayre, Executive Director of PCTV. When Taconic High School was demolished, we could have lost this radio station. Instead, PCTV stepped in, built a new studio and transmitter, and gave the station new life. And now it's time to pay that back. Support this station today. Go to WTBRFM.com and click the Donate button. You won't be sorry. Pittsfield Community Radio thanks you for your support. Hi, this is Officer Darren Derby with the Pittsfield Police Department. We all have busy lives and we're in a hurry to get where we need to go. While driving, people are eating, drinking, talking, putting on makeup, doing their hair, checking social media, texting each other, all while the dog sits on their lap. The result is running red lights, stop signs, speeding, and finally crashing. Distracted driving is illegal. You can be ticketed or criminally charged. Please share the road and pay attention. Let's make sure everyone gets where they're going safely. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. This is Joe Walsh. One thing I do when I'm not playing rock and roll is get on the air as an amateur radio operator. Also called ham radio is a communication service provided by ordinary people just like you and me. We have a national emergency communication system in place 24-7, 365. Find out more about amateur radio at arrl.org slash what is ham radio. See you on the air. Join Peter and Jessica to relive the magic of Beatlemania every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. for five decades to Fab Four, where together on their own has changed the world of music. Tune in to Pittsfield Community Radio, 89.7 FM, Tuesdays, 4 to 6 p.m. Is it possible to two Utes? Uh, uh, to what? What? Uh, did you say Utes? Yeah, two Utes. What is a ute? <laughs> W-T-B-R. What is a ute? Yeah, what is a ute? Are you a ute? I don't know. Are, right. <laughs> are you good now? Yeah. Can we continue on with the show? Yes. Uh, are you ready for your your stuff over there? Or? Yeah, she's good. Yes. <laughs> are you sure? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm good I can now. stall I'm some more if you need. Sorry. W-T-B-R News. That's your cue to speak. <laughs> We're waiting and for you. Dead body was found in an elevator shaft. Mom. Here's Greg, lovers. Mom. What? <sighs> Little comedy. Sorry. Oh, I know. Okay. Uh, let's see. The Pittsfield Farmers Market. Thank you, Bill and Ball. <laughs> returns for the tenth season. Uh, let's see. It, it says, um, Roots Raising announcement that the 10 run Pittsfield <coughs> Farmers Market opens Saturday, May 14th, for its 10th uh, anniversary season. Ooh. The market will run weekly, rain or shine, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m in the first street commons through october 8th uh each week shoppers will find uh fresh and local <clears throat> seasonal vegetables fruit meat eggs cheese baking goods flowers asian goods as well as live music and children's activities along with it okay before you uh, oh pretty cool before you go to your are you done with that one not really <laughs> because i got something up here to read too okay 
So let me read this real quick, this way you can get on with your... Pittsfield Suns Baseball is back on 89.7 89 WTVR-FM. We will be there for every game this season, every pitch, every home run, and every exciting moment. We'll be on WTBR as the Pittsfield Suns look to return to the FCBL Championship Series this season. The Suns open up on the road against the Nashville Silver Knights on Thursday, May 26th. Tune in all season long on your home for Pittsfield Suns Baseball. 87.87 WTBR-FM Pittsfield Community Radio. Go ahead. Back to you. Forgot where you were. Forgot where I was. Wow. The season will feature longtime vendors as well as new vendors. Uh, Crosswalk Coffees was voted uh, fans' favorite in the Berkshires. Cool. And it is in the area only human power calf on wheels. Um, owners of Nicholas Ross will be uh, pre preparing coffee, drinks, and entire hands. From the bean grinding to the espresso. So that ought to be exciting. Uh, to the milking systems. Milk steaming. Milk steaming. All from behind a three-wheeled uh, cargo bike. Interesting. Hmm. So there you go, folks. We have that right on at, all the way going through. So it should be pretty interesting uh, okay now we're ready <clears throat> you're ready for more brown water Pittsfield uh, yep the hydrate flushings um, to the uh, mean sta uh, statement from the city of Pittsfield and the mayor's office we are happy to pass along the long schedule for the weeks of May 9th so here we go. Continuing the annual hydrant uh, getting our free Hydrant mobile, flush. Get your free mobile apps. So this way you know what's going on and where your area is of what's flushing. Um, so they turn around. They says uh, it was from Monday. Uh, it says uh, marks uh, the start for the week of three of the flushings uh, <clears throat> of the city. Of the Pittsfield water systems, water, uh, water remains throughout the city will be fussed between the hydrants to remove uh, the particles of the pipeline corrosions. Uh, this is mains will be flushed from Monday th through Friday each week, except holidays. How generous of them. Between between the hours of 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. For, for Tuesday, May 10th, only uh, there also will be an early uh, morning flushing activity between 3 and 6 in the morning. Oh, boy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The impact areas, including South Street, West Housatonics, and... Uh, and let's see, Charles and Wakona Streets. Woohoo! Yay! Yippee! <laughs> that's at three in the morning, folks. Uh, so three to six. So that ought to be interesting. That's that's what they said. But that has already passed. But yeah, interesting. Okay, this is the upcoming flushings for the week. We'll be expecting to affect the areas. Uh, let's see, several locations along Par um, Park King and. Okay. Street near uh, Vaughn Vine Street. Anoda. Yeah. Okay. Walnut Street, West Housatonic Street, Fort Hill Ave, South and Velma. Velma Velma Ave. All the West Housatonic Streets from the south to Callahan Drive, Drive. and all neighborhood streets in between. Uh, let's see. A Bolston, Bolston Street, Bolston Street, Cadwell Street, Lebanon, and Cole, uh, Cadwell Road, Lebanon, and Cole Avenues. West Street from Park Square continuing to Fort Hill Avenue 
and all neighboring streets in between. Several locations along the along the center street okay. along Center Street, Valentine, Pex Road, Thompson's Island, Thompson's Island, Upper North, Outer Wakona Street, Lakeway Drive, Lakeway Drive, Linden Street, Haddock Road, starting at North Street intersection, and I'm sorry, Hancock Road. Starting at the North Street intersection, which would introduce, include the Highland, Highland and Ridge Avenue neighborhood, although flushing may cause local discolored water and reduce service pressure conditions in and around the immediate area of flushing. Appropriate measures will be taken to ensure that the proper levels of treatment and disinfection are always maintained in the system. So there you go, folks. That's the brown water thing. So it ain't nothing to really get upset about. It's just them flushing all the goo. So be prepared. Also, for what? For, for the browning of the water. Okay. And uh, we also happen to have uh, a uh, 5K uh, run coming. I, oh, okay. I am lost here. I don't have. You don't have anything? Yeah. It's kind of weird. Here, see if you can give me a hand on this. I'll see if I can give you a hand on it. Let me see. It's kind of weird. I think it's lost. I can't. I don't have a date on that. I think. Yeah. There. There is no. There is no time or date on that one. There's no time or date on it. All right. So we're just gonna have to pass on that one. We'll skip that one. You're gonna have to skip this one because there's no time and date on it. It's not. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Moving on. We happen to have one from North Adams. It says the North Adams man determined to hang American flags in every neighborhood. I think that's amazing. Uh, Alan Hall. Oh, hold oh my on. Goodness, this man. I don't want to butcher his name. Horrible. Furball. Horrible. Oh, what's his furball? Hearing aid. Hearing aid. I'm going to go back to sleep in the corner back here. Uh, has adopted the effort over last. 22 years of installing American flags on utility poles throughout the city cool. for every summer. And uh, he's vowed to go ahead and do it again. And um, he says he started on uh, Park Avenue, uh, Park Ave uh, mm -hmm. for f uh, four flags and then to 12 and then to 60 and so forth and so on. So um, he is uh, going ahead and seeing if he can go ahead and do this. Uh, he says that um, about every $100 will serve as uh, 20 flags. And, ha and he has... And he's partnered with Ocean State, jo uh, Ocean State Job Lot, which supplies him flags at the discount rate. Um, he goes ahead, he purchases them, purchases them, and a plastic tube, and he installs the flag in the tube, and then he attaches it to... Yay for Furball. <laughs> so, that's, that's a... The man's name's not Furball. Okay. Never mind. Furball. Mo moving on. Furball. Furball. Moving on. Yeah, so, that is a big, big fantastic thing, but I bless him 100% for doing okay. this. And um, he that wishes for it to go on right through the entire sum. Sorry about that. You move it can't and not return can't it. Can't hear you unless you're on I'm the sorry. microphone, dear. I'm sorry, yeah, mother. She goes ahead and return it and takes it, but she doesn't return it. I'm sorry. Hey, where okay. Are so like I said, he wishes for this to continue through the entire summer for all the holidays and everything. So more blessings to the man and on the way to uh, doing what... He loves and honor our country. Thank you, sir. Okay, is, Thank that, you, sir. is that the end of your news stories? That's the end of my news stories. Okay. This is where a disclaimer comes in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I don't even want to push the button. <laughs> I'm just telling you what it is. I get it. I tell you. And don't that's shoot the messenger. Well, well, do okay. it while do it while you All have. All right. Uh, so. Uh, Wednesday today we're going to get up to 73 for the day, uh, 50 for the night, with winds of 5 to 14 miles an hour, like we haven't noticed. Thursday uh, we're going to go for for 80 of the day, 53 at night, uh, and the winds are going to be from 4 to 13 miles an hour. Friday we're going to go to 81 in the day, 59 at night. And 20% chance of that rain with the winds of 6 to 14 miles an hour. Mm. I didn't say snow, so don't chew the messenger or shoot the messenger. Uh, Saturday, we're going to go 82 for the day and 60 at night with a 40% chance of rain with the winds of 6 to 14 miles an hour. And Sunday, once again, we're going to go ahead to 75 with 8 to 17 miles an hour here's the download on that one 60 percent chance of rain for that day so next weekend looks like it may be a little bit of a wet one okay. folks the weather expressed on this program are solely the weather of its hosts guests or callers and do not necessarily represent the opinions of wtv <laughs> <laughs> that's right you got a complaint about it? Go ahead and send call the National Weather Service. You can, yep. Don't call us. Yeah, we're just going ahead and repeating what has been put down. So, oh, you got something about Star Wars, real quick. If you want to, well, this could take the rest of the time. <laughs> what do you want to do? I will right, we'll do this. I'll try. I'll try to make this brief. Who talks no, first? No, 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 no. Wait, talk, wait, you talk wait, first. Wait, I talk first. It. You talk first. I can do mine. Exactly. I can do okay. mine faster. Oh, do yours faster. Because mine is like. A little bit. It's like one and done a little bit. One and done? Ooh. Yeah. Can uh, we say one and done on the radio? Hi, you're funny. Uh, let me see. I'm, I went ahead and found a article called 10 Harsh Realities of Rewatching Star Wars Sequels. These are opinions. Do not come at me. <laughs> These are just opinions <laughs> of what the article says. Do not come okay, at cool. me. Uh, let me see. Star Wars is one of the biggest franchises in the world, spanning uh, three di- three different trilogies among and multiple TV shows. The sequel trilogy, <laughs> which premiered between 2015 and 2019, invoked deep uh, deep feelings from fans, either love or either loved or hated. Mm-hmm. Many fans rewatching the sequels have noticed some issues with the movies let's see we have let me see there's a huge chunk of underdeveloped characters unnecessary deaths and plot holes are just uh, are just so many issues fans notice during a start during the uh, Star Wars sequel rewatch so these are 10 things that they found or have opinions on let's see who they are uh, number 10. Finn shouldn't, should have been a Jedi. Disney was, Disney was accused of misleading fans after promotional images ahead, uh, ahead of The Force Awakens really showed Finn, John Boyega, with a lightsaber indicating that he might be a main character or at least one that becomes a Jedi. Obviously, this, obviously this didn't happen. While it was great to have a, a, a female lead in the form of Daisy Ridley becoming a Jedi, um, Finn, they thought that Finn deserved better on that, and yeah, sure. I mean, through, uh, throughout the three movies, the writers hinted that Finn, that Finn had Force sensitivity, so that was what he was trying to tell Ray. But... Storm, but its storyline went nowhere. It would have been awesome to have a character arc to have a former stormtrooper become a Jedi and battle the forces he previously fought for on that level. What do you think? Oh, I wasn't paying attention. There is. Yes, I felt maybe they should have gone ahead <laughs> that, and done it. That, 
Then they should have went with that they had Finn either become a Jedi or let out that he was you can't, you can't You can't have a stormtrooper become a Jedi. Well, they were implying that he had that he was forced. I don't care what they were implying. But yeah, can't have a stormtrooper become a Jedi. Just just kind of does not work in the whole Star Wars universe. Moving on. Of course. But the object was, is we didn't know where the children came from. You didn't know any backstory on him. Exactly. You didn't know if his family was one with the force also, also or anything mean, like that. All they knew is that the children Don't we have were enough force-sensitive people running around the Star Wars universe <laughs> as it is? Yeah, that's true, but... We got Ray. Stick with it. Well, it would have been interesting. Why don't we just have Poe force-sensitive, too, and maybe BB-8, R2-D2... Oh my God. I, I, I'm just. You can't have everybody force sensitive. Somebody's got to be the the, the 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 boots on the ground here, and that's what Finn was. Why? Well, why, why? Why do you think? God, that's be... like turning around saying he's got marshmallow brain, and that's why he because needs he knew to be. how to wield a lightsaber. Uh, yeah, I know how to wield because a lightsaber. Bird... I'm not force sensitive. One because he knows him because he knew how to use a lightsaber, but two because he was shown in promotional material holding a lightsaber and shown in the movie holding one too yeah usually i quote that lightsaber it belongs to me yeah and the joke one come get it yes and the joke one it belongs in a museum can you you, like finish your thing so i can do my thing i'm sorry uh let me see number nine was that the uh the danger connection should have been explored more that the that they should have explained that they should have, you know, have it be extremely important instead of just, you know, just a passing thing for Last Jedi. Uh, let me see. Number eight, Ben should have lived when he made his turn from the dark side to the light side. <coughs> they, they deemed and deemed his death unnecessary and. That they should well, not. His death then, was unnecessary. Yeah, that they should not have sacrificed him to further her story, further Ray's story. Right. Moving on. Uh, let me see. Um, we, we have ten minutes, and I got. Sorry. Po, uh, let me see. Poe needed more of a backstory. They wanted to know why he, you know, why he was a spice runner, why he did it. They never really gave. They can do another movie if they want. Thank you. That was but my Oscar Isaac already it. said unless uh, unless he needs a new house, he's not doing another Star Wars film. Thank so. you. Then that one. that'll be a topic for next week. Uh, let me see. Number six. Rose was a good character and should have more of a. Rose was a minor character. Move on. Should have more of a backstory instead. Ro- of going Rose to doesn't bite. need. Rose doesn't have a backstory. She has her sister was the story, not her. She just defended her sister's honor when her sister died in the bombing run. Yep. Rose uh, doesn't need a backstory. Let me see. Another one was that porks were cute, but they were unnecessary. They were kind of like Ewoks. Kind of. As a, they, they, but at least the Ewoks knew how to fight. They were. They were kind of just kind of there like pigeons. But. <laughs> 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 oh. They're galaxy pigeons. They're galaxy pigeons. They weren't really needed in the uh, in the aspect of any of the story. Yeah, seriously. Uh, let me see. Han, Han Solo shouldn't have died so soon. Number four. Uh, Han Solo. Uh, Han, Han Solo wanted to die in Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Move on. Harrison Ford went in and said, "Kill me." Yeah, Harry, Harrison, folks. Harrison Ford didn't want to make it to Return of the Jedi. He wanted to get killed off in The Empire Strikes Back. So Thank you. Killing him off in Force Awakens was not. Disney's decision was not Rain's decision. It was Harrison Ford's decision. You mean J.J. Uh, or J.J. Abrams or whoever. Moving on. But yeah, they think he should have been there to go ahead and help Leia go ahead and bring back Ben. He, he had nothing to do with bringing back Ben. He was not a Jedi. He was not Force-sensitive. All he knew about the Force is what he learned over the time with Luke because, Skywalker. But because he was his father. It uh, doesn't mean squat. It doesn't mean squat. <laughs> Moving on. And watch Force Awakens. It, 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 it didn't help. He still ended up dead. And a conversation. Uh, let me see. Number three. Number three, Kylo's lightsaber was purely aesthetic. Yes, the heck it was. It didn't. The design didn't really have any historical factor in it. Doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. 
It's it, your your lightsaber is best uh, is chosen by how you feel, what your mood is, Thank and you. your own personality. How you want to design it? Yeah, your your lightsaber. If anybody watched the Clone Wars, the animated Clone Wars, your your lightsabers are based on your own personality. Yep. Doesn't have to. Doesn't have, doesn't to, be, have to be historical. Doesn't have your to be. Your basically your personality makes yours. Um, it made your we, saber. We, we can go your the same. We can go the same way. Personal. We can go the same way in in, in seven, eight, and nine. With Mace Windu having a purple lightsaber. Oh, one, two, and three. One, two, and three. With Mace Windu having a purple lightsaber. Yeah. Why uh, did Mace Windu have a purple lightsaber? Because Samuel yeah. L. Jackson's favorite color, color is purple. purple. Uh, let me he still has the lightsaber, so yes, he does. that has nothing. The lightsabers are based on personality, not based on on how many how many times it's been wielded and how many times you can rebuild Luke Skywalker's lightsaber yes, or seriously. Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber. Let me see. The second one was all characters were all the characters were underdeveloped. They didn't have that much of a backstory. Were you even watching the movies at this point in time? You didn't need a backstory for a lot of characters. You didn't need a backstory for a lot of characters. You need backstories for main you had, characters. You had three movies. You had three movies full of backstories. We knew what Ray was. We knew what Kylo was. Thank you. Finn was a stormtrooper. Thank you. Ray was, Ray was, a, Ray was a scavenger. Yeah, thank you. Poe was a spice runner. Thank you. Uh, well, what, else, what else do you need to know? Yeah, seriously. Uh, let me see the first one. Kyla, Kyla was pretending he was Darth Vader. Yeah, seriously. Uh, let me see. <laughs> first one, changing directors led to confusing, confusing storylines. No, uh, Disney's writing led to confusing storylines. <laughs> Had nothing to do with the directors. Yeah, it led to confusing storylines, <coughs> storylines and plot holes. And it even went on reporting that the final plot, and final plot, to Rise of Skywalker, um, Ray's bloodline wasn't wasn't decided until days before the production began that she was going to be a Palpatine. No, D Disney's writers and Kathleen Kennedy led to the to confusion in the storylines, not not anything else. Yeah, they're they're blaming it on directing. That the change directors, directors had nothing to do with it. <coughs> directors can only can only envision the script as it's written. If anybody's watching The Offer, which is the story of how The Godfather came to be made in 1972, yeah. you understand that. Yep. yep, pardon me. All right, with eight minutes left. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I went that as wasn't fast as fast as, I as you said it was I going went to as be. fast as I could, I'm All sorry. Right, so now it's my turn. Incoming wounded, the PA, well, we talked about MASH and nobody could find the antenna. So as I was yeah. trying to figure out where the antenna was, we came across this. Ah, what? Incoming wounded, the PA system often announced on MASH or maybe one minute to Charlie. These alerts served as a perfect transition device to the, to, on a groundbreaking show that often shifted between tense and hilarious scenes. However, the PA wasn't always broadcasting an alert, depending on who was on the mic. Sometimes the PA painted a spoover picture announced or... Cracked the joke. So, who do you think was doing the, the, some of the PA announcements on the show? I'm going to try to break this down. Uh, let me see. I know Radar did some of them. Jamie did a few of them. On MASH, at least three cast members can be heard making announcements over the PA. Starting right in the pilot episode where Jamie Farr... <laughs> does all the announcements before we, we ever see Maxwell Klinger on screen. Oh, really? The first MASH episode even ends with Far introducing the whole cast over the PA and using their real names. Attention, attention, the following personnel are assigned to the 4077th Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. Want to care saying with me? Alan Alda, uh -huh. Wayne Rogers, McLean Stevenson, Loretta Swit, G. Wood, Larry Linville, Gary Burkoff, Karen Phillips, George Morgan, Patrick Aldar, Timothy Brown, Odessa Cleveland. Klinger would later nice. also hop on the PA in the episode Father's Day. Attention, Major Houlihan. Last call for Major Houlihan. You have a phone call. Oh, by the way, it's your father. <laughs> An Operation Friendship. Paging Charles Emerson Winchester, the living. This is your savior speaking. You are wanted in the reading rooms for the last time. I say chop, chop, chuck, chuck. <laughs> but Gary Burkhoff has far beat for the more times 
on the P on the PA system. We hear radar on the PA at least five times, including making this memorable announcement in the Long John Flap. Mm. Attention, attention! Here's the announcement you've been waiting for. Lieutenant Colonel Henry Blake is the plowed father of a bouncing baby <laughs> appendix. He's doing fine, and the underwear has been saved. <laughs> But the first time Radar got personal on the PA was definitely embalmed when he read everybody a letter from his mom. Incoming Aww. wounded, the PA system... Oh. One minute ago, we did that, we did that. Okay. In 47 episodes, I've lost a whole page. In 47 <laughs> episodes from 1973 to 1979, including the most notably uh, Abyssinia Henry, 5 o'clock Charlie of Moose and Men and Welcome to Korea... In, in Welcome to Korea, we hear we heard him make a pretty important MASH introduction, uh, which is, uh, attention, attention, the personnel permanently assigned, we did that. Uh, oh, permanently assigned to the MASH 4077th, Alan Alda as Hawkeye, Mike Farrell as BJ Honeycutt, Loretta Swit as Hot Lips Houlihan, <laughs> Larry Linville as Frank Burns, Gary Burkhoff as Radar O'Reilly, William Christopher as Father Mulcahy, Jamie Farr as Corporal Klinger, and reporting for duty as new commanding officer at 1600 hours, 19th <laughs> September, 1952, Harry Morgan as Colonel Sherman <laughs> Potter, regular yep. army. God help us all. <laughs> that was Gary yeah. Burkhoff that made that. Oh, goodness. Yes. Uh, Sussman appeared. Oh, no, that was, that was Todd Sussman who made that announcement. He, you might remember Todd Sussman. He played on the Facts of Life, and he was on Alf. Sussman appeared on MASH oh, wow. as Private Danny Baker in Operation Noselift. Oh, and he, he's going getting an old He lift. has appeared on okay. TV from the 1970s right up to today. With his activity really spiking in the 1980s and memorable guest appearances on hit shows like The Facts of Life, he played the prison warden in Christmas in the big house, and Alf, <laughs> he gets saved by Alf as Willie's co-worker, who is already secretly in witness protection in the hideaway. Oh, Sal Viscuso, from The Godfather, on the oh, other hand, yeah. actually appeared in three episodes of M.A.S.H., in addition to recurring roles on sitcoms like Mary Mary, Soap, and Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, he even joined the cast of a short-lived series, The uh, Monte Fuscos. But on MASH, we saw him twice in a patient bed and once at, conf at confession with Father Mulcahy. But oh. more frequency, Velisco voiced the PA announcement for MASH tolling 40 times in 1976 Whoa. to 1979, including episode like Baby, It's Cold Outside, Potter's Retirement, Dear Comrade, and Preventive Medicine. Our favorite was probably this warning for Klinger that rang out in Fade In, Fade Out. Attention, Corporal Klinger, report to Colonel Potter's office on the double and bring your lawyer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there you go. Now oh, you know who yeah. did most of the PA announcements during 11 years of MASH. Oh, yeah, when Klinger was trying my to most, get his I uh, think my most favorite one of all is um, when um, the colonel had gone ahead and was trying to uh, talk to the uh, troops about um, his movie that he wanted to see, that he had gotten. And uh, he turned around and they said, uh, Radar turned around and says to him, oh, he says, you kind of messed up. And he turned around and he says, Oh, yeah, I, I noticed that. And you know, all so, of a sudden, he turned around, and he comes back. He goes, oh, I shouldn't have done that. All right, so real quick, because we got to go. We're, we're, we're kind of late. Um, the radio is actually just a box with parts in it. Uh -huh. According to Larry Gelbart, who is the producer of, of, of MASH, that, yeah. that the radio, there was at one time it was a working 1950s all Army right. radio, but now it was just a <laughs> box with parts in it for the for the series, and they have no clue where it is. Oh um, for for Darlene, well, Jesse, and know your Berkshires really quick. May tw uh, the fourth Thursday, I think it's May twenty sixth, the Senior Center. May twenty sixth, the Senior Center. For what else we got coming up? Oh, stuff your truck. Stuff your truck. May fourteenth, which is this Saturday coming up. So we got a lot of stuff going on. We are out here. We got to go. On behalf of Jesse, Darlene, and Carol, and myself, 73, and we are out.